0: Welcome to PST, podcast for surviving teachers, where we
1: Mackenzie, Abby, Amelia, Michael, and Talia
0: break down contemporary teaching issues and create innovative suggestions for early career teachers to overcome them.
2: We recognise this is being recorded on Ghana land and pay respect to their connection to culture and acknowledge their sovereignty of country yesterday, today, and forever i got
3: issues, school's got them too Let's think about them all and that's just what we do Brainstorm solutions of all our problems Cause we got the kind of love that takes to solve them Yeah, i got issues Listen up,
1: surviving teachers Awesome, welcome back to another episode of podcast for Surviving Teachers Today we'll be discussing mental health, awareness, and well-being in schools. My name is Talia, and a highlight of my week today is I went to a music festival on Sunday, which was super fun, beautiful sunshine, unlike today, which is actually disgusting. But back at uni this
3: week. So yeah, keen to go. I pass you over to someone you haven't met yet, and it's Abby. Abby? Yes, hello. I'm glad to be joining us on the Surviving Teachers podcast. Thank you for having me, and sorry I wasn't away, I was away last week. Um, one highlight for my week is I actually bought the car that oh, I was yes. <laughs> um, uh, which was
2: really good. Um, so
3: yeah, much better than
2: my last one. Uh, my name's Mackenzie. A highlight for my week is that I worked at a music festival actually yesterday, which was great on public holiday. so get that public holiday pay. Looking forward to that paycheck coming in. But yeah. <laughs> Um, Unfortunately, Amelia is away this
1: week, but we do have Michael hailing all the way from Sydney today via a video chat. Michael, how's it going over there?
0: Yeah, really good. I'm so glad we can still do this, even though I'm in Sydney. How good technology. Um, Yeah, so good. Um, Highlight for this week, I went jet skiing on Saturday. (laughs) Oh my God, God, that's so cool. That was pretty cool. Um, And then we attached like a... It's inflatable water biscuit to one of the back ones. And yeah, that's, oh, that's so much fun. So that was really fun. That was my highlight.
1: Awesome. All right. Um, I think I've sort of discussed it, but we're looking at like mental health. As we all know, it's a really prevalent issue right now. And I think it's going to continue to be one as teachers. Um, I thought we should like do a quick run around, like with placements and stuff. What has been your experiences so far in schools? I don't mind like placement I just finished. It's probably the first time I really... Like, saw mental health awareness being, like, kind of taught and, like, being really self aware, they had a well being team on site, which I think made such a huge difference. They had like social workers, they had counsellors, they had an Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander officer, just as like this central hub in like the library, which made it like really accessible for everyone. Students could just contact them if they wanted to have a chat, pop in, have someone to talk to, which I think is just so important. I hadn't seen that before, especially in my own schooling experience as well. I did go to a public school for my placement. So I don't know if that's something different as well, looking at public versus
3: private.
1: Mm. Um, Yeah, Abby, do you want to show what you...
3: Um, yeah, I, uh, flipping it on the other side as well. Um, on my placement, um, mental health was really obviously stressed for students and it was really, um, prioritized, but also, um, teachers as well. The staff mm. room was a really inviting place. Um, it wasn't, it was one big table, yeah. uh, so it wasn't clicks. You weren't sitting at different areas or the English teachers one mm. area. <laughs> um, yeah, the yeah. <laughs> um, and it was one huge table that everyone sat at, um, which was really good. And all the, this is a public school as well. And all the um, uh, like offices or desks um, had no doors on them, so oh, really? they were so... really approach. Yeah, they were really approachable for that teachers. Open door policy, yeah, Open yeah. door policy, literally, um, literally. Yeah, so, um, and it made it so easy to go up to the teacher um, and just have a conversation with them, get their insights on how they were feeling on the day and how I can better to cope um, with. And because it had that physical. Aspect, it just made you immediately mentally think and just kind of have that open space oh God, as exactly. well. I a
1: pre service teacher, like, it's definitely
3: daunting to talk to Like, literally,
1: that's more terrifying than I remember being at school. Mm. Yeah. And like, especially, like, I was really great. My mentor teacher was awesome, and mm. I think I found that so great. And, like, I don't know if you're the same as other schools, but they had like little events, like, on I had fun night drinks, and I would go to a different, like, pub every night um every week sorry not every night that's really dangerous <laughs> um every week they'd go to a different pub mm, and they had yeah, like cool. um like like little drinks and they would like do stuff on the weekends like they were part like a little club or like tennis mm. community so that's really cool
2: yeah, that's cool you yeah i had um not not enough in my opinion yeah um they had like a student services um thing in s- as well as the office so if kids were feeling they would go there if they were feeling sick but um if they were feeling like they needed a bit of a break um of a you know mental health walk or just do something get out of the classroom they can just head down there um go for a walk with their friend which was good um but yeah there was definitely not enough conversation about Mm it is um what i really noticed which yeah definitely needs to improve for sure what about you michael
0: yeah i kind of agree with Mackenzie here with that that conversation aspect um it's not really uh, how should i say instilled in the everyday classroom that i saw like there's, there's um, counselors, there's people that can help out, and, and that's really great, um, but it wasn't in the everyday, you know, classroom environment. Um, so that's something that hopefully we can do to improve mental health in Definitely. our classrooms and raise that awareness is to have it. That's, like, the the
1: first step, I think, is the conversations and making it more approachable. Like, a big thing we spoke about today in our presentation, I think, was, like, we wanted to, like, individualise it for everyone to sort of interact with it, because there's honestly going to be so many people who, like, are more open to something and not as open to other stuff. Um, So, like, especially sharing, and we know with high schoolers, it does get super um, tough for them to share, I think. And Mm. I don't know what's going on. Like, they are, like, all these hormones are just happening, and they're like, ah. Yeah, so I think it's becoming really normalised.
3: <laughs> um, that is I, a common reaction to it. Just ah,
1: yeah, I don't know how to do it. Like, like I really enjoyed that like, today. We did like um, Ken took everyone through um, like a how you're feeling wall, and it's like, just like identifying which emotion do you feel like on that picture, and like you, you don't have to say yeah. why. Like you just like connect to a photo, mm-hmm. and everyone's like, yeah. okay, I, I know your mood. Yeah, and it's just like those little like little clicks, and like as a teacher, yeah. it's so
2: important. Definitely. To like yeah, and starting out. that off with us. Saying how we're feeling as well, I think, is really important. Oh, so for sure, it makes it normal. Like, like yeah. maybe
1: like it doesn't feel scary. To be like, but yeah, yeah.
2: Um, no I think it's te- first. Oh my yeah. god, percent
1: yeah. Especially as teachers, I think. Yeah. Breaking that stigma down, like being vulnerable, yeah. and then they'll be vulnerable back. It's yeah. very much like you got to give to take. So. For sure. For yeah. um, <clears throat> sure. I thought to start. um I really want to think we've discussed a lot about mental health, and it is something super prevalent. But I think. I think moving to the teaching mode, it's like, how do we handle it? What are mm. the strategies um, to avoid it? We all know this career is super tough, um, and our tutor makes it really clear. Like, unfortunately, a lot of teachers leave uh, leave the profession within the first sort of five years mm. because of that. They're not feeling supported in their schools. Um, they don't feel like they have enough time for breaks. And they're feeling really
3: overwhelmed, especially post-pandemic. Though. Yeah, yeah, and it just having so that hard. burnout happen really quickly yeah. and being mm. too overwhelmed to even understand how to react to it appropriately yeah. and the
2: worst part about it is being aware that it's actually happening and that you're burning out but not knowing what to do mm. like what do I actually do about it I know that I'm feeling you know mm. terrible but what do I do
1: yeah I think as a school I think like a school's like environment it constantly is moving like yeah. I like, felt on placement I was like ah, there's like every day like you didn't have it almost I felt bad for wanting mm. to have a break because you're like oh but then we fall behind. I mean you get this really anxiety thing about, like, falling behind the curriculum or yes. falling behind, like, lesson plans. Yeah, for sure. You don't want to, like, disregard the kids. Yeah. But you also, like, you got to put yourself first. And it's really hard, I think, to find that balance. And I don't know if there is mm. such a thing as the balance. Just, yeah, I think mm. it's really daunting. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. So there's well, does
0: thing uh, yeah. um Talia, you know, the, the, between 30 to 50% of new teachers leave the first five years of entering a mm-hmm. career. That's, that's not that for a while well. mm. uh, but to answer your question You know, how, how do we deal with teacher burnout mm. I suppose it's not one answer fits all is I there? Know. Where, mm. um, you know there's suggestions like you know constructing barriers you know you can create your own little rituals or ceremonies mm-hmm. to end your day you know, as <laughs> a, simply you know driving home or or you get home and you, you switch off by I don't know taking a shower or, or having a chocolate or something something like simple that marks work is over i am home and yeah I, mm. I
1: really like that like having a really good routine yeah. i'm a really bad person for routines mm. i'm really bad i struggle because i feel like i'm like really overwhelmed like oh i can't go to the gym because i've got to do this work but then i don't mm. do the work because i just procrastinate oh, yeah, yeah. like it's yeah. this really bad cycle and i think especially when you get to the profession you need to have these routines in place yeah. because that's like sometimes you don't feel like you can stop and so mm. like to have touch base of something that you enjoy or something that's going to like make you feel settled like yeah. um, my mentor teacher he didn't do work at ho- like work at home mm. so he like leaves school like say so, like 4.35 mm. um, and as soon as he got home, like he wouldn't touch work yeah, yeah. Like, he'd never he'd think work. so important yeah. which I was like oh really like I was like oh teacher's are, like up all day mm. I think it's yeah. really hard I think obviously got, got been to school and done that you mm. forget teachers are human yeah. yeah I think it's really bad but you forget that they've actually Definitely. got like humanized yeah. experiences and they, they, they do feel stuff where I feel like sometimes you like I guess you always put a mask on when you're at work. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you don't want the kids to know. But I think what we discussed today is that's really important to let kids know about those yeah. like emotions. Why you don't like you might not discuss circumstances. It's about those emotions mm. so they can connect to it.
2: Yeah, yeah. So yeah. if you're feeling, you know, extra tired one day, you feeling down? I would. Me as a teacher, I'd hundred percent just walk in and be like, "Look, guys, this is where I'm at." Mm. Um, yeah not having a great day let's just work through it together let's, mm. yeah let's start the day off with 10 minutes of reading or let's yeah. start the day off with you know doing this mm. um a fun activity or mm. something mm. just to yeah
1: i think yeah you read the room like we're yeah. like oh today we're not going to read three chapters like yeah. let's mm. do something a bit more easier <laughs> or yeah. more
2: interactive
3: and i think working on that is like changing the language of schools to not be like, oh, we need to get this done by week three. We need to get this done by week four. And where they're constantly looking at that bigger planning, future thing. And maybe that's something that we just leave up to senior leadership and the teachers Mm. are kind of in the classrooms just focusing on developing the students' learning skills um, and their knowledge. But it's not necessarily, oh, you have to get this done by week seven, otherwise you're going to fail the whole topic kind of thing. Um, Because then as teachers, we're... We're stressing for our students not finishing on time either. Yeah. Um, so because it's that constant language of deadlines, deadlines, yeah. deadlines. Yeah, so just do. kind of yeah, yeah, making looking looking at that bigger picture of what do teachers need to focus on, and then what do our senior leadership focus on that doesn't necessarily need to um, affect the um, classroom essentially. Yeah. That's
1: so true. All right. Do you want to start then? Let's let's talk about teachers like. Personally, I know like I love being able to switch off. I know it's really Mm -hmm. negative, but I like watching like a YouTube video or like TikTok. Just like Mm -hmm. something that's like doesn't require like mind power. Mm -hmm. I feel like because you like as a teacher you're constantly on like for each class, and it's really hard to just be like switch off. So like watching something that you don't have to think about, like watching a really like easy movie or like yeah watching a video it's like it's not related to what's going on in your life i find that's really easy to do yeah having a shower the (laughs) power of a warm shower yeah like it's like you cleanse yourself Like Mm -hmm, you go in with all this stress and you walk out like just cleansed and you just Mm -hmm. feel a bit more relaxed in your own Mm -hmm. environment
3: yeah Yeah. definitely yes mine's cooking i like just having that kind of like yeah just um closing off from the rest of the world and kind of just um, enjoying Focusing on something else, yeah. Focusing on something else It still has a routine to it, but mm-hmm. you're kind of, um, yeah, less stress-free.
0: Free. Mm,
3: yeah.
0: What so, about yeah. you, Michael? Um, this idea of teachers dealing with, with stress, I think was really important to note that um, it's actually super normal. Hey, like, stress is a part mm. of the job. Mm. Like, the amount of stress and how we deal with it is what we're trying to tackle yeah how are you managing that stress to Mm -hmm. identify what signs you have when you're Mm. feeling super stressed Mm -hmm. like for me I put my head down and I grunt a lot (laughs) (laughs) and I sometimes don't notice it till someone points it out yeah you know having like telling someone your stress indicators is a way of managing that Mm. so true remembering with that mental health awareness you're aware that stress is a part of the job but mm. be able to deal with it we're talking about solutions and how to do that as well
2: yeah definitely you can. Um, yeah for me i mean i've started getting back into reading which is good because mm. i feel like i can just literally immerse myself in this book and I like visualize it and not have to worry about anything else but i'm a big um sitcom like <laughs> the office parks and rec love. love it i'm rewatching new girl at the moment um, mm-hmm. and yeah i'm like a sucker for <laughs> rewatching shows and not yeah. watching new shows mm. um but yeah that's good as well because like the office is great i just don't have to think about anything mm. just watch the safety training episodes and <laughs> like, oh my god <laughs> i love that first aid my favorite scene ever <laughs> um but yeah that's really that's a good way for me to switch off as well um mm. at night as well before i go to bed mm. um watching that watching tiktok i'm sucking for mm. tiktok um and yeah, switching off, not doing work in bed. I hate doing that. Mm. I've had to do that sometimes with the uni, but I feel like on placement that's a big thing for me. Mm. Um because doing work at home is one thing, but doing it in bed is like. You're yeah. ruining that space. You're ruining yeah. it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um these are really good things to do like once we've left work. But I think I want to go back to what Michael was saying about like making it a known when you're in at school. And mm. yeah. Maybe like something at school. I think what is really cool, um, I think being like when we go out and being a new teacher and like a novice teacher, is they give you a mentor at the school. Mm-hmm. I think most schools are I think it's like a new yeah. strategy they've put into like, ha- to stop yeah. like um, teacher burnout. Um, and so I think that's something like maybe talking about was there stuff at school that helped you manage mental health. I know personally, like having someone to rely on, like my mentor teacher was like a big blessing. And like yeah. I was in like an office with like all these other faculty teachers, so it was like mm. a bit of a community. They're like, oh, how's it going? So I'm like, oh, it's a bit rough. And the, because they've already had that experience and it's, like, sharing those stresses with you and, um, like, you know, comparing and contrasting. Yeah. It's, like, I think making sure you're not alone because yeah. I think teaching mm. can be a really lonely profession. Definitely, yeah. Um And so I think having those, like, connections with other teachers is really mm. important. What did you do, guys do to, on place and, like, while at school to look yeah. after yourselves?
3: Yeah, Um. I... Um would as uh, so i play netball so that was like really good outlet that i didn't yeah. want to give up for placement because i feel like there's always that conversation of you have to make sacrifices yeah placement and mm-hmm. it's going to be a really tough time and things like that but knowing what actually makes you feel better and still including that within mm-hmm. your life um so i was playing netball good three, four times a week still yeah. um, to kind of just have that social outlet and talk to other people my age mm. yeah, and just kind rich. of see where they're at, their lives, and then not have to talk about placement because mm. that was such a big topic of um, with uh, uni friends and things yeah. like that, but having that other outlet of, um, yeah, seeing where others are at and things like that was really good. What about you, Michael?
0: Um, I tried a couple of um, decomp strategies like yeah. where you you know anything to help you decompress what you're going through and they're just simple stuff like like going for a walk or you know pausing or just moving to a different space um, some things that I did it on my recent placement was by my uh, favorite food
3: <laughs> and,
0: um, and not all the time but when I really needed it yeah um, you know, Something simple that, you know, can decompress your situation and, 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 and help you move forward.
2: Mm, treat yourself. Mm. What about you, Ken? Yeah, my, um, my liaison, my mentor um, that the uni sent me was really great as well. Um, I had a lot of stressful things happen to me in my placement with my mentor teacher having COVID and stuff. Um, it really set me back and he was um, great I think I sent him like a thousand emails <laughs> he was like I've never gotten that many emails from one student oh, and I was like I'm so sorry but it's nice um, but you yeah. have someone
1: there I think, yeah. like, who's not at school I think Absolutely. that's so really important because yeah. like they get their outside
2: opinion for, for sure. sure yeah he was lovely um, but yeah having him to talk to you was great we had a really great group of um pre-service teachers actually all at the same school um, and we had like one table in the staff room just decked That's out with so all our stuff and if you had a free or like recess lunch there's always someone there yeah. always mm. checking with each other see how we're going That's so nice. Um, go out and have drinks after the week's done so yeah it was really good
1: mm. um, I really like these things that we were discussing and I think a lot of this stuff is something we can teach our kids at students mm. and stuff and I know Personally, like, I think it's being open. I think one biggest thing is something I want to take away and definitely want to implement my teaching is being vulnerable with Mm, students. I think they are really smart especially when they're high school that's something I I know like tossing up between like primary and secondary teaching yeah. is I want to do secondary because I was like these kids are going through it I've mm-hmm. been through it yeah. um, and they've become a lot more like they're starting to regulate their emotions mm-hmm. you can start having these really meaningful conversations yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and they're going difference. through stuff that yeah like stuff yeah. I'll probably never go through
2: and, yeah. you know what I
1: mean it's like exactly. um, connecting to them and I think unfortunately, like you get really stuck and you want to look after, like, you know, what are some strategies that they can mm. implement? And I think a lot of what we discussed today is, like, choosing, watching your favourite show or, you know, treating yourself or playing a sport, finding those mm. outlets. I think those are really important strategies. Yeah, absolutely. Um, anyone else want to share what they, like, for their kids, like, students, what can they sort of look for to manage positive mental health and well wellbeing?
3: Um, I think um, setting, like, really achievable goals kind of yeah. thing mm. and personalised goals. So I was teaching... Um, on place when I was doing PLP so obviously oh, that. oh, yeah. um that's quite a um yeah personalised, obviously personal learning plan um so super individual and um the students the school that I was at was at a really low socioeconomic um high school and often a lot of the year 10s were very much um going to drop out at the end yeah. of year 10 kind of thing didn't didn't it. see um year 11 or year 12 necessary in what they wanted to do yeah um so It was about tailoring that classroom to them um, and to their um, what they wanted out of the class um, which was really cool and it was cool to it kind of experiment with that personalized learning and how I could student center it in PLP and then look at how I could bring that into my other majors of history and English or anything else Um, so it was kind of cool to start it there um, and open up that conversation which is essentially what we're all talking about today yeah
0: No. Uh, there's definitely a lot of different things you can do to help students with their uh, mental well being. A couple things, you know, the physical environment of your classroom mm. is it welcoming? Is it inviting? Yeah, yeah. Mm. You know, it's, it's the same with teachers. They don't want to go to a workplace that's not looking good. Same with students. They don't want to go to a learning space that's not mm.
2: you know, Yeah, that's mm-hmm.
0: and, and inviting. Um, and something I haven't really incorporated that I will that uh, you girls did really well in your presentation was just the check-ins just mm. how they're going and then that really just sets the mood for the rest of the lesson on how you teach that mm. um, yeah and just the whole idea of their mental well-being being connected to obviously their social and emotional mm. um, environment in the classroom being able to read that with, with the check-ins so you can see you know where you're at with the classroom yeah. climate. Yeah. And that. yeah. But, you know, as the teacher, we're, we're kind of the ones that, that set that as soon as we walk Absolutely. in and mm. we set that, that climate and we just – yeah, as you said, being vulnerable is a good idea mm. as well. Yeah, and, yeah lots of different things we can do. Yeah. I Definitely.
3: think – yeah, I think that's really important as well as, like, having those check-ins on the board as you walk in because I remember yeah. my students would hate where I might have, like, in my history topics, like, Week one topic like yeah. showing it to Japan and they're already like oh they're already on the out like offset yeah. of it um but having that kind of conversation first and normalising that um no we focus on here and then we'll we'll mm. we we'll have we'll start warm we'll warm up. up like kind of thing and it's something
1: mm-hmm. interesting I like mm. it's like a little bit of a mini brain brain break yeah, yeah as well yeah um, I think and then like, we are facilitators of the education so it's like they'll lead like we'll lead them mm, and I think it's yeah. incorporating that to be
2: really natural. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, I think for me the biggest thing is um, like well, mental health is so stigmatised, mm. especially in schools. Um, like I never would have spoken to, like I saw a counsellor in primary school, never would have told my friends. Oh goodness. Never no. would have told anyone. Like I was so mm. embarrassed about it and it just doesn't need to be like that. Mm. Um, so yeah, creating that safe space in the classroom, um, doing your check-ins and then if you do a check-in at the start and you can you know see one student's not feeling mm-hmm. great that day you know who might need a bit of extra support you know you might need a you know Get them to hang back after class and make sure everything's all good and check on them. Mm. I think they'll really appreciate that as well. And then yeah, just being vulnerable. If you're having a bad day, you know, yeah. you don't need to hide that. You don't need to mm. put a brave face on. Like everyone's going through it.
1: I think yeah. it's those little things like we spoke at classrooms, we spoke at those check-ins. Like in maybe in the scheme, I think they seem really insignificant, and maybe mm. for some kids they will be. But for those kids who might be struggling, this could be like the first time they've had least. such a time. And yeah. I knew that. Like even like kids, I'll do like just checking in with them, and especially mm. if they're struggling, like. And I didn't really think, it's really bad Like you just didn't think much of it. You just think, like, oh, that's your job. And then like, for them to come up to you at the end of placement, like, miss, like you made a difference. And yeah, I think mean, that's like, definitely. that's just that feeling you really want and really strive for. So yeah. I think this conversation has been awesome today. Yeah. Does anyone yeah. want any sh- final points before we wrap up? I think, We've yeah, Michael. Got it, yeah.
0: Um, there's just a really good quote I wanted to uh, read out. Positive classroom learning environments are ones that maximize learning for all learners and foster their development as a holistic human being mm. Without yeah proper positive mental health awareness in our classrooms we can't get that um, optimal learning experience yeah mm. that was
2: great and we're all humans like mm. you know we're all just trying to trying to get through life and do do our best so. oh for sure yeah. I think that's awesome so thank you everyone
1: for joining in today and thank you for sharing our points it's been another episode of PST podcast for surviving teachers um we'll see you next week thank you